You have found the Open Eclectic Podcast, where Nate and Josh talk about everything from mobile games to books to pet peeves to cars to toys. Our interests run eclectic and we're open to more. Welcome to the Open Eclectic. You want to do the intro? Okay. We'll do it every other word. Oh, jeez. Welcome oh. to the Open Eclectic. Our. Oh, no. <laughs> Not syllables, uh, words. Well, come to. <laughs> you gotta clap out the syllable. No. Clap out the syllable. I'm um, terrible at counting those. Welcome to the Open Eclectic. Tonight I'm Josh. I'll be Nate tonight. Awesome. And we have with us our su- special guest, super fan, super fan, super fan number one. That's right. It's Alexa. Right. Alexa. Alexa, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you. joining us tonight. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm a little nervous. I never had a guest before, uh, and that's it. I uh, hope you guys will join us next <laughs> <Yep>. time. For <laughs> <laughs> yep, it was a great episode. Thank you. Check us out online. Um, I was really worried I was going to have to talk a lot, but that was that if that's it. That was see, quick yep, and no, nice yeah. and easy. Was that great? That was awesome. See, you didn't even you didn't every, wear out every week. You're, every week, you didn't right. wear out your throat, your voice, or anything. You know, you don't need like no. hot tea. That or would anything be hilarious to like to do micro episodes and where it's just that, and it's like <laughs> we have a special guest with us. And okay, thank you so much. Have a great night, everybody. Uh, Roll credits. Seriously, though, folks. And by seriously, I mean tonight. I want to talk about toys a little bit. Yep. So I'm not going to say a lot. I mean, I like toys, but what Josh and Lux are going to talk about, I don't really have much to say about it. You could you could always share your observations. If you I want. mean, I could, but I, sh- I should probably let you guys talk about it. So you know. You know. You know. Okay. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. That This thing of Oz, you know? Yeah. So for those who don't know, I'm pretty sure we've mentioned it before. I want to say, like, early episodes, though. Or if anybody's been bold enough to, like, find me at the Great Cleric on Instagram, then you know that I do a lot of uh, toy photography. Mm-hmm. Uh, You've been what? doing that for quite a while now. I have, yeah. It's been... Years. Years. Yeah, for as long as I've been doing it, I would have thought I would be better at it by now. Oh, stop. Interesting. I don't mean that like... Stop it. No, no, I'm happy with what I do. Come on. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm proud of my... I'm proud of my look. But, like, I still thought when I started that by now, I don't know, maybe, like, Hasbro or Lego would call me personally. (laughs) I I don't know. And it's not to that level yet either. Like, I I can't honestly say it's to that caliber. But I can see where I'm going a little better now. But it just, it definitely took me a long time to get there. So how long have you been doing toy photography? I might have missed that in an earlier episode. Um, I want to say it's been like six years. Okay. It's maybe seven. And it started um, because when Martin had a birthday coming up and we were really, we were watching uh, Clone Wars a lot at that time. Mm. Um, back when we had to get the discs in the mail from Netflix Ooh, oh, yeah. because it wasn't available to stream anywhere yet. Wow. Uh, so he was really into that, and I was like, man, maybe I should get him some, like, Star Wars action figures or toys or something. I don't know. And so I started looking around, and since this was also before the, like, toy explosion, um, and toys from the past wasn't a thing in our area yet, so I was looking on ye, ye old Craigslist, and I found Craigslist. this lady who had... A, it was a bunch of Star Wars stuff, a, for really cheap 
And so I got it, and I was like, wow, there's a lot of clone troopers in here. I was like, maybe I'll just, like, hold back two of these clone troopers. For so yourself? Them, yeah, for me. And I'll give him the rest. Um, and I did, and the lady was, like, really nice. She was like, my son just grew out of these. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm getting these for my son. His birthday's coming up. She's like, oh, that's so sweet. Hold on. And she went and got, like, more stuff. And she was like, I got a coloring book. Would he like that? Oh, anyway, that was, she talked that was that. really nice. No, she she talks <laughs> not like a Muppet. <laughs> so, yeah, so I gave them to him for, for his birthday. And right around that time, a coworker sent me um, a link to um, – I wish I could find it now. But there was a guy who did a 365 – photo project where he photographed stormtroopers action figure stormtroopers interacting in everyday life every day for a year that would be a cool project if you find it you'll have to maybe share it i'll dig it out maybe i'll i'll post a link or somebody can find it somebody knows i don't know somebody um and so my coworker was like you should do this i think this has your name written all over it and when i first saw it i went Ah, it looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like all good ideas, I wouldn't would never do that. But then I kept like going back to the page and like looking at it and scrolling through all of his pictures, and I was like, maybe I should do it. So, do you think so you enjoyed that present more than Martin did? Or yep. Okay. Well, no. Yes. Yes and no. Uh, so I enjoyed it for that, and it's obviously it's lasted me a very long time. He enjoyed it in a different way because I decided to not give him all of them all at once. Okay. So I told him, I said, hey, there's a, there'll be a surprise for you in the morning when you wake up. There'll be some, something on the coffee table for you. It's for you. You can have it right away. You don't have to wait or anything. So I put, I set up a bunch, like a little scene with a bunch of them. Um, but I kept like five of these clone troopers back. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Red Robin for, that's where he wanted to go for his birthday <laughs> dinner. When he was eight, seven, eight. Yeah. Sweet. Interesting choice. I know. It's that. And it's weird because we didn't go there a lot. So it's not like that was our jam or anything. <laughs> anyway, he just, that's where he picked. So that's where we went. And uh, he put all of his toys in like a little backpack that he had, like a drawstring backpack. And then when he went to the bathroom before we left, I opened it up and I added the rest of them to it and then closed it and just didn't say anything. Cute. So like halfway there in the car, he went, <gasps> <laughs> where did all these guys come from? I only had this many and this many, and I don't know where these came from. And I was like, well, where did you think they came from? And he was like, I don't know. Maybe they called for reinforcements. And I said, that has to be it. <laughs> reinforcements. Nice. So, yeah. For they a- dropped in, like, Toy Story style, like, yeah. through, the, through the sunroof or whatever. <laughs> yep. I wish we had a sunroof. That would have been great. That would have been pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, that's how that, like, kicked off for me. Okay. And I did I did a 365 project with them, more or less. Um, I say more or less because I don't remember if I actually did take a picture every day. But I remember that, I don't know, four months in, I was like, I need some diversity. Okay. So, <laughs> so that's when the collecting kicked in a little bit. You couldn't do all 12 months of Star Wars Stormtroopers? Not at the time. I think I could now. Okay. Have you gone back recently and looked at your starting photos that you took? Like, that would be a good way to compare how far you've come. Yeah. And so I think when I started, I mainly did a lot of, I I really treated them like they were miniature stormtroopers in my world, for the most part, clone troopers. So um, there's like a picture of them climbing up a sign that I had up in my office and I not like knotted up some rope so that they could have handholds and they were like climbing up and 
kind of stuff like that. Um, one that was my favorite is I had like there's like a pipe in the production floor that I stuck one of them in, and I made a joke about um, Mario, like a fat plumber joke kind of a thing. Okay. So you know, it's kind of is Mario fat. I mean. I mean, he's got a little belly, but he's not like... He wasn't skinny. Yeah. He's husky. He's husky. <laughs> now, Luigi, he's tall. He's tall and skinny. And skinny. I think we get a lot of Mario's imagery from... In my brain, I still th- think of his body type as what he was in the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, which was live action for part of it. Um, it's atrocious. Look up the clip. It's just one of those things where it seemed like was a that good tied idea. in with the cartoon or was that yeah. a se- okay? So, so they would they would start in their in their apartment and they'd have like a guest and they had some like I want to say like Kareem Abdul Jabbar was one of their guests even. Nice. And yeah, so some it, high caliber guests. Anyway, it was ridiculous, and then it would morph into the animated show, which was solid. Hey, Kareem is a is a pretty good actor. He was an airplane, and the Game stand was he in the stand? Yeah, no kidding. He was the monster uh, shouter guy. He fought Bruce Lee in Game of Death. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. I learned some things. So anyway, that's like a that's like how how it started for me, and then, um, I don't know, four years ago, I want to say, maybe five, uh, some accounts that I followed kind of got together and co-hosted another account for Jant Manuary and it was Ant-Man themed photos all through the month of January Um, because most of the time with toy photography you're taking your figures or your Lego or whatever and you're creating a scene so it blows them up to like a life-size scale yes within the scene right but with Jant Manuary technically for Ant-Man every Ant-Man figure is a one one scale it's life-size because he shrinks (laughs) he says so you know they were like well then let's just do that as a theme. It's something we don't see very often. Okay, so that's how that got started. Yeah, that's why I liked it. And initially there were, like, prizes and stuff. I didn't win any, but, you know, that's okay. I'm not too upset by it. Sometimes you got to start, though, with some incentives to get people on board. It was wildly popular at first. Mm. And uh, yeah. It's a great idea to get to get people to get on board with something like that. Yeah. To have prizes. Yeah. That carrot, dangle it. From. Right, just a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then subsequently, they they probably do they still do prizes or no? No. So this year, last year, I think three years ago was the last time they did any sort of prizes. Um, although I hosted a giveaway uh, a couple years ago. What did you host? Well, I didn't do it this year, but usually I try and do a forced perspective shot so that the figure looks like it's actually my size. Okay. Um, so if you scroll way back. Uh, not last year, but the year before and the year before that, and probably the year before that. I think I did it three times. Um, there's some forced perspective stuff of like the the wasp coming into my office and I'm like handing her a file and they came out relatively okay. I'm going to have to look those up. Yeah, they're pretty fun. But uh, I didn't this year because I had too many other ideas and it is a lot of work to set up a forced perspective shop, even compared to other stuff. I would think so, because the nice thing about setting up a scene or even, you know, setting up to look like he's dealing with his everyday life at our scale, you just put him next to something. But to try to do the forced perspective, that would be crazy. That would be like a, like a Lord of the Rings, uh, Frodo Gandalf kind of, exactly. kind of deal, right? Where it's like, 
we look like we're right next to each other, but we're actually like, you know, 30 feet apart or whatever. Exactly. And it gets harder the bigger the, the, the differences between your subjects. It gets harder and harder because, um, like, cameras don't like to keep that much space in focus all at once, which is what you need to kind of to, to compress it and make it look like you're right next to it. Okay. So, so what kind of lens do you, I mean, were you able to do that with your regular uh, or your main camera that you use? Or? Yeah, I did. The first time I want to say I used the kit lens, which is the, which is the widest one that I have. Um, and then la- the last one I did was two years ago, and I actually had my kids in the shot. Uh, and so Giant Man is actually taller than them in it, and he's handing them like a Lego uh, teddy bear. Wait, wait, wait. There's a character named Giant Man? Well, I might be splitting hairs here, but yes. So when Ant-Man like shifts, shifts and goes bigger instead of smaller, then he's referred to as Giant Man, which is oh. the same character. It's the same okay. character, yeah. I gotcha. But you know, you gotta, yeah. pigeon, gotta pigeonhole people. It's like a technicality, kind of like he's still Ant-Man, right? Is, is he... In, in the comics, I think there's a character that only gets bigger from human sized so so that's how they separated the two of them i don't know i've okay wait you're talking about the hulk right yeah (laughs) a little bit (laughs) i mean he gets bigger he does get bigger (laughs) please don't make me angry (laughs) um that's my secret i'm angry all the time for that exactly uh so for that one i used a like an ultra wide angle so is that the secret is to go like wide and like 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 a wide angle and do you have to have the is the shutter wide open then for that yeah well no actually or is it usually i don't remember not remembering how the photography correlates with depth of field and all that you want the aperture to be as small as possible okay so you want like a very very small hole which also makes it problematic because when i'm shooting in my office the lighting in there's not super great so I, you have to like hold it and then like have like a longer exposure time on the camera. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, also, that, yeah. That can be awkward, especially with trying to get your kids to hold still for that long. Was that a problem? So that wasn't because it was outside. Okay. Um, I waited for a day that uh, they had, maybe they had a day off or I can't remember why. In January? Yeah, I know. That wasn't a snow day? It wasn't a snow day. There was no snow on the ground. It was cold, uh, but not like super cold. And it was a nice gray overcast day, so I didn't have to worry about shadows. And then the gray skies are actually better than sunny skies um, lighting-wise because it's like a more even light through everything as opposed to like a harsh And then like a light. ray of light in someone's face. Yeah. And so. all those things you got to think about when you're taking your shots. That's why yours turned out so much better than mine because I just thought, look, there's the figure. I'm going to take the shot and call it good. There's nothing wrong with that. Like you gotta, so how many, you gotta how many did Alexa, how many did you do? I think I started halfway through the month, I think, is when I got, so it's not Ant-Man, but I got Yellow Jacket. Yeah, like the comic version Yellow Jacket. So I had no idea who he was. And I think that really contributed to some of my lack of photos because I didn't know the character. So next year when I do it, I'm going to try to pick a character I know a little bit more about. 
there's like some debate about like having a character you know nothing about and just going with it and making your own like baseline for them maybe but it's also kind of nice when you know the character because then you can do things that are in character for them yes exactly so nate i think i took about 10 photos this Mm -hmm. month so i figured for having it for about 15 days i missed five that's not too bad for the first time i'm doing it there's no like obligation i how many did you do josh um of the 31 days in january i did 32 photos how does that work yeah wait you did more for the last day i posted two I have. Is that against the rules? It sounds like it to me. (laughs) There's not really. I mean, it's the spirit of the of the of the contest. I guess it's not really a contest since there's no prizes prizes or winners. Um, When they did prizes, it they it was like okay, if you here's the rules, and it's you have to um, has to be Ant Man interacting with your environment or another shrinking character. So could have been the Wasp, which I've done. Um, Usually, I shoot the Wasp actually. Uh, or it could have been, um, and it didn't have to be Scott Lang as Ant-Man. It could have been Hank Pym or, um, what's the wasp's mom's name? Whatever her name is, her Janet, it could have been Janet or hope, or there's a DC character that shrinks and gets bigger. And then I've seen a few people use Ultraman. So wait, so, so you couldn't, so they have to be characters, like you said, that that would shrink. So you couldn't do like the Hulk. And Ant- and Ant Man because they're like complete opposite. Right. Could you do Giant Man and the Hulk though? Because they both get bigger. Ah, uh, I don't know. That's like one of those technical questions that I have to ask. I guess I could. I should message Dennis and find out. Say I need some clarification on these. I mean, rules. how well, how um, tightly are these rules enforced now? Well, if you were interested in winning one of the prizes, you, they, uh, okay, they yeah. they went through and like counted all of your entries and there was one year where it was like if you do so many days in a row and then continue that you got like bonus entries and oh so like a build on like a streak yeah. and then there was like, like the playoffs the playoffs yeah. yes Fantasy and there was playoffs. first second third prize too so it was kind of a big deal i think hmm. Hmm. you know the giveaway thing that seems like like i haven't been very active on social media for a while but you know, when I was trying to get into it, like with my, uh, you know, with my car account. Oh, that's right, you have that. But I was like thinking, I'm like, man, like, because you see these big these accounts with all these followers that do giveaways and prizes and stuff, and I'm like, that would be cool, but like, how would that even like, you know, how would that, what would the logistics of that even be? You did, you said you did one. Yeah, so I did uh, because I do the force perspective thing for several years. I said, you know, this isn't something I see anybody else doing. And it'd be cool to get some other people's takes on forced perspective. So I said, if anybody wants to do it, I'll host like a sub thing and I'll pick whoever I think is the best prize. And I, I don't know what I gave them. It was like a $25 gift card to big bad toy store or something like that. Well, that's neat. Um, so yeah, I mean, just how many people participated the year you ran that? Challenge? Yeah. Uh, it was like five. Okay. Including me. Including you. <laughs> Wait, so- did you win? Yeah. yeah. I clearly had the best. Can you enter your own contest? I didn't no. think didn't think that was allowed. No. Uh, uh no. But yeah, so it it's it's a lot of fun. It's a very different mentality, which is why I think I like it. And it's a great way if somebody has an interest in toy photography specifically, it's like an easier way, I think, to, to have somebody come in. Uh, which is why I was happy you took me up on the offer to yeah 
I enjoy the little Lego figures. I've enjoyed that account, but trying to have something that's more specifically oriented for a goal to take shots of, I think that was helpful because my mind goes all sorts of different places when I'm taking these photos and to have something to narrow it down was nice and gave me a better chance to come up with some consecutive ideas, I would say. Yeah, and it's it's kind of the constraints in, in creativity and art that, that sometimes is where you flourish the best. Um, also, Alexa's minifigure account is underscore lil, L-I-L-L, 3X underscore, uh, which is great. She posts. Oh, so you made, a whole, you made a whole new account for I did, this. yeah, okay. and it's Lil Lex. Lil Lex, I'm Lil sorry. Lil Lex underscore Lil Lex. Right, well, the three, but the, the E is a three. Yeah, so it I is. Just, I had to specify. Thank you. Now I'm, I'm kind of sad I didn't participate. I still was. In this, uh, you, you know, we could do. We can't go back in time, Josh. We can't go back in time, but we could still do something if you want. Uh, we do do our own sub challenge. I think if I did, I'd have to do like Alexa did and have to make a different account. Well, so my little little Lex has her own account, but mm. for the Jan Jant Manuary, Jant Manuary, I posted that on my personal oh, okay. account. So that was different because I'm sure people that didn't know I did any toy photography were like, "What the? Why the what's heck are going you on with this?" Pictures of these toys. These toys. Yeah. Wait. So is that a is that a Lego minifigure account then? The yes. Okay. My little Lex is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Josh got that. How many? Two, three years ago. I think is when yeah. we did we did that. Well, speaking of that, so Neil the Traveler, the other oh, one. Oh yes. Yeah. So my me and my family are going on vacation Sunday. We're going to Florida, so Ooh. I'm going to take Neil with me. And if yeah. I remember to take some pictures, I'll I will send them. You should to definitely you, Josh. take some photos. Yeah. So and also Nate, you know, I did make a minifig of you. You did. Oh. I remember that. Yeah. He actually is right here. So. Whoa. You, know, you should you take him. Take should I take him with me? You, you should take him. Yourself. Can we just slide him in the Neil case for Absolutely. now? Absolutely. Yeah, there's two There's two. There's two people slots. <laughs> I always enjoyed those photos where Neil was interacting with my minifigure. I felt bad because I didn't have any to give to the Neil account because they were all with my minifigure. But What's wrong with that? Well, just all, right, all right. Florida, huh? Mm-hmm. Marco Island. Ooh. On the Gulf. The Gulf side? Should be fun. Yeah. We're going with uh, so my family, so Wanda and Eric, and then her Wanda's sister and her family and her mother are coming. So it should be it's gonna, a bunch of people. Yeah, we're gonna Airbnb it. Nice, staying at someone's. That's nice. Somebody's house down there instead of a hotel. So that'll be that'll be fun. We can. Uh, it has a pool, which always seems kind of funny. Like you know, when you go to the ocean, sitting at a pool when you're yeah when you're at the ocean. Interesting. But I mean, you know, the pool is nice because you're not getting like beat up with the waves and getting, you know, sand in your, you know, swim trunks and whatever. Sand. <laughs> course, it's That's the worst. Everywhere. The worst part of that movie. <laughs> I just had to fast forward through it the but last time I that? watched it. What, what movie is this? It's uh, Star Wars Episode Two: oh. Attack of the Clones. Oh man, I haven't seen that. Anakin's like... attempting to make his moves on Padme and. That's what That's he, his move. That was his move. Talks about the sand. Talks about the sand. Wow. Hayden Christensen, not a great actor, but he... I will fight you on that. He didn't have... Okay, no, no, hold on, hold on. I'm not done yet. All right, all right. I just He didn't have great material, right? Like the script? Yeah. Like Lucas is not known for, for writing like 
great dialogue, right? Or what? Like, True. It's a complicated relationship. We're, we're going to have to say that. I've, I've, I'm on record as saying we have to say that for its own like series of podcasts we'll have to build up to. Cause but I can no, say I that Hayden Christensen is terrible in the Star Wars movies. I disagree. <laughs> you think it's a good performance? <laughs> I thought he was okay in the in the third one. The third one. When he was at his oldest in the Star Wars, you know, <laughs> he'd matured, I guess. He's no Tom Holland, you know, and I get that, but he was also portraying, like, an, kind of an awkward late teen, you know? I guess. So really awkward. Really like. awkward. I had a, when I was younger and the first couple times I watched him, I was really into the character because, hey, look at this teenage guy. All right. And then when I watched it the last time, I said, this is, this is cringeworthy. Horrible. Can't watch it anymore. I'm so sorry. Uh, so was I when I was that age. I mean, <laughs> honestly, it's like, okay, who's the worst actor? Hayden Christensen or... Uh, Jake, what's his, what's his face? From the, what? The kid. Jake Lloyd. Yeah. Jake Lloyd did a fantastic job. I will absolutely defend that man. He's now a man, for, <laughs> like forever. I and haven't. The flack he took from that yeah, movie was. I'm so I'm being annoying. a bit, you know, uh, jerk, joking, <laughs> sarcastic, <but> slightly, <laughs> but like. I think maybe Josh, maybe we talked about this a little bit before. Like, yeah, like Jake Lloyd got a lot of uh, got a lot of you know, like straight up like hatred for yeah, you know, for his he had to uh, quit school and be homeschooled, and he's like he had a lot of like mental health issues because of that, recovered. right? Yeah, wow. He, honestly, he's never recovered. And Ahmed Best too, who played Jar Jar, Jar Jar Binks. There's a whole documentary uh, about him and how he like almost killed himself afterwards because of all the hate he got. And, like, now he leans into it, and he's, like, you know, and kind of owns it. Um, the downside of child actors and other yeah. things. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Ahmed Best took flack because there was a line. Oh, man. There's a line where he says something to the He has a lot of lines. Master or something uh, like that, or it's real close. Oh. And they were, like, you know, the early, I don't know what, woke people were screaming. And they're, like, <laughs> a black man can't say that. It's like okay, but he's playing an alien. I don't, I don't know. Right. Hmm. And Ahmed Best never had a problem with it either. He was like, "No, nah, it was fine. Shut up." Anyway, that's that's like I'm telling you, man. That that could be like a whole series we could do if you want. But I'm mostly saying these things to like rile you up. I know a little bit. So. It's I know, and I hate that it works so well. <laughs> 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 I do. I hate it. I just. But like, uh, okay. I like seriously. I like I started watching the first episode like a few years ago because I bought I bought like the little flip you know DVD collection thing that has all the cool artwork on it and um when you, was, when you say the first episode are you talking episode three or episode one I mean it'd be episode four episode one but yeah I get what you mean. episode one oh, okay yeah. thank you so the Phantom Menace with with Liam Neeson's and um yeah. just like watching that I'm like man this is just. I just can't get into this. I'm like, this is just, it's just so corny. I think, you know, (laughs) it's just like (laughs) with the Star Wars movies is that they're, you got to keep in mind that they're not for you. Like, but who are they for? The Ridge Tridge. That was for us. Like, and really that was more for our parents. Yeah. It was made before. Those were made like before I was 
born. I remember like the whispers of episode one flying really hard at you look surprised that yeah, I'm 1977 sorry. is before Nate was born. Wait. Yeah, I'm sorry. How old do you think was, I am? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I think I was. Hmm. You know now what? I have to rethink this. Which one of us is older? Nate. By how much? Obviously not that much. <laughs> 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 it's like man 1977 yeah that was 50 some year. years ago it's also the well last hold on no 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 not 50 because what 45 wait we should cut that out <laughs> she, wants people to know. Yeah. she doesn't listen yeah she doesn't care she doesn't, she doesn't listen anyway listening. um it's like 40 45 we are in 22 yeah. it's been a while yeah it has been a while i Okay, when did episode nineteen ninety nine six come out? No, six. Oh, six. Uh, eighty five. So I was one. I think is that eighty five. So I was alive for one. I think of the of, one the, of original. the original. Right, but like people who complain about the prequels, those mo- George always wanted these movies to be more or less for kids, and so that's why there's not wait wait like, even the original ones he wanted yeah. to be for kids. Yeah. Even though there's like, like what age? Because I mean, it's like I mean, it's kind of dark in places, and people die, people and there's die. like, sure, okay, uh, arguably still less violent than Tom and Jerry. Well, actually, I think undebatably, really less violent than Tom and Jerry. Although I will admit, more permanence, more so much more permanent. Tom and Jerry bounce right back. Hand. They bounce right yeah. back. If you get stabbed with a lightsaber, you're gone. Yeah, or shot with a blaster or whatever. Yeah, yeah just you know, but. More or less, I said. More or less for kids, teens especially. I would I would argue, and like the prequels were the same thing. And people, the problem is that people demand in their minds that everything be made for them, and that's mm. just well, yeah, okay. that's the, the way case. it should be. No, I mean I'm I the consumer. Watch, Make it for me. I didn't watch Frozen because I wanted to watch it. I had a little girl in my house who was who became like obsessed with it, just like all the other little girls out there. That movie was not for me i did not so, okay. like boycott it or demand that disney i don't know inappropriately touched my childhood like people accuse george lucas of doing with the prequels I just so george lucas intended for all the movies to be for kids they're for the next kind of. generation of star wars fans okay. is how he was was working it in so mind. all the people that enjoyed the f- original trilogy when they when the prequels were coming out they're all you know older they're most a, of them it's a new movie and they're like new oh. effects for you to share with your kids so that they can right. be led up into the originals okay so that but they were but all these fans were like this is we expect this to be for us yeah I mean even now and I I told that to my brother after we watched the the last you know the couple of the newer ones and I was like this isn't keep in mind that the prequels were for you and you love them he does he's a big fan of Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan I mean he has his issues with the movies you know he doesn't think they're perfect films <laughs> because they're not but I was like these sequel movies they're not for me they're not for you there's 10 years difference between my brother and I that should tell you how old I am yeah anyway I, just... I was like the new movies are for Martin and and Joelle. Wait, it's, okay. I was just gonna say that. So the so the new ones are still. I don't know if they're holding to that. Because Lucas I, I isn't. He's not really involved no, with the new not. ones, right? And it shows. 
It shows, but it also, I think they're different enough that the your kids, they can grow to love those instead. And you like them all? Well, probably because you raised them and <laughs> you enjoyed the Star Wars original and the prequel. So, um, because like I enjoyed the new ones. I haven't. I actually haven't seen all of them. I haven't seen Solo yet. So that's a movie that I maintain that nobody wanted. Like, in the fandom, right? Nobody wanted that movie. Nobody cared. And it shows in the box office, but... Why not? Han Solo's, like, the coolest... Agreed. Dude. Agreed. As a kid, I wanted to be Han, not Luke. Right? I have a big dog friend. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how that works. (laughs) But, like... (laughs) mm. Of all the characters who do you need a backstory on you don't really need hans he kind of tells you everything you need to know in the original movies in my mm. opinion i would have preferred almost anybody else honestly but uh to han solo i think the solo movie gets a lot of flack that it doesn't deserve i maintain that it's a great movie objectively like i because i acknowledge the flaws of like hayden christensen i i know why people don't like his acting i know why people don't like the prequels I understand why people don't like the sequels. Um, I also think those people have a blind spot to what was wrong with the original movies. No. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no. But I think Solo is a fantastic, fun movie. And the worst thing I can say about it is they made a weird decision to make the first half of it like super dark in the theater. Like, visually, just very dark. Not like dark subject matter, but Not, like yeah. dark lighting. Dark lighting and dark stuff. Subject matter, but yeah, very okay. dark lighting okay. and stuff to the point that I complained to the theater. I was like, what the heck? And so I got a, you know, like a voucher for it. Hey, so did the lighting that? nice. get better? through like, In the home release, it is. Oh. So, so yeah. like in the theater, just the whole movie was just No, it was like dark? the first half. Okay. First third to, to half, it was uh, unbelievably dark. You couldn't see what was going on. That makes for a hard time to see the movie. I'm like hunching forward and squinting, thinking it's gonna help. It didn't. <laughs> what am I watching? Okay, flash of light. Okay, what's going on? All right, speeder chase. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? <laughs> Man, I don't know if I've seen that one since it was in the theaters. It's, so I might have to watch that again. I don't know why I missed that one or why I didn't like because I went and saw the other ones. I just didn't see that one. It was good. It was really hmm. good. I think I, I have it. So if you want to borrow, it, you let me know. Yeah, I'll borrow it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I and I really so like I said, I enjoyed all the other ones, but I don't I don't feel all the um, uh, sequels like the new ones. And but I'm like I didn't I don't get the like the feeling like it doesn't feel to me like it's geared for children. I don't know. I mean, it feels less. I guess we did we did talk about that before because Lucas yeah. they're not holding to that necessarily. Um, I thought the first one was pretty solid, like the episode seven, The Force Awakens honestly i was like yeah this is like a great way to start it's um like kind of marrying together uh special effects with the practical effects and has enough of a bridge for both the original trilogy fans from like way back as well as the newer fans and like jj abrams is pretty good at that kind of stuff so i was like all right so we're kind of off to a good good start like let's get everybody back in the fold and then we'll continue the story and and instead they kind of got everybody back in the fold and I don't know, and just started slapping people left and right, it felt like. But, yeah, that's what it is. See, I think I'm, I'm, I'm 
I'm too much, well, I don't say too much, but I'm a very casual Star Wars fan, so I don't like, like, all this, all this, like, vitriol about the new movies, just, just way all over my head, I'm just like, whatever, I thought yeah. it was cool. I think it's I blown out of good. proportion, and I think if, if you look at the films, and I try to look at stuff that I like critically, also, so that way I'm not just so far into the, like, this is awesome, it can do no wrong, because you're a fan. But, <laughs> yeah. Because, like I said, there are issues with the movies. With all of them. There are. You know, uh, the Haldo thing, her character shouldn't have existed, I think. No offense to Laura Dern, who is a great actress. Loved her in Jurassic Park. Like Just everybody. not in this. Not in these. And she did a good job in the movie. Like, this is not a dig at her. It's a dig at the writers. Hmm. Admiral Akbar was the guy. He should have been the one to do that, and instead you gave him like a punk death, and I didn't, I didn't care for that too much. But, and it would have tightened up the story a little bit too. Like you just had this random character show up, and then leave real quick. It was like, well, <laughs> well, that was that. Didn't have time to have any attachments to this character. That's kind of like okay. I feel like that's that's kind of how I feel about the big names that showed up in The Sopranos. Yeah. Have you gotten there yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am now in season four, uh, like two or three episodes in. Okay. Um, I want to say it, it might, well, there's only six seasons, so it might be. They really jump, five. though. Like, Paulie's all of a sudden in jail, and, like, there's no, there was no episode of him getting pinched, and I was like. Yeah, they just, like, kind of, like, throw it away, like, like, oh, yeah, yeah, this thing happened, and then. I'd... Yeah. So, anyway, that's where, that's where I'm at. But. Remember there was I can't even remember, but yeah, like that's kind of how I feel. I mean, I don't want to not spoil anything. But Thank you. Do did I tell you which which actors did which ones? Yeah, which one to talk about? I can't remember his name. Steve Buscemi and Robert Loggia. Loggia, yeah. They just like season starts and I'm like, whoa, these guys are like, you know, pulls you out of big it film bit. actors and I'm just like I'm like eh. it's like I, I was immediately uneasy when I saw them. I'm like oh kind of like crazy. You know, junk are they going to pull with, you know, with this? But it, it turned out, it turned out, it turns out fine. But it's kind of like, I don't know. It felt like a little too, like, a little too big, like too far reaching. They were trying too hard. Yeah, like, like we're going to bring in these guys. And yeah. I don't know. It'd be like, it'd be like if they're like, let's, let's throw Tom Cruise into this. The, the season premiere of Sopranos season oh. five or something. I'm like, what the, you know, I mean, they're not as, those guys aren't like superstars like Tom Cruise, but still it's like, I don't know. It just felt kind of weird to me, but, but at the beginning it felt weird, but then it's like, as it went on, I was, I was okay with it, but there's a few episodes of friends like that. Actually the, the episode, which I love, but it's still weird when Robin Williams and um, uh, Billy Crystal show up. So apparently they just walked onto the set one day and, decided to be in the show and so there's like in, in <laughs> wow. the opener they're there and they're like having this furious debate and conversation and somebody leans over like one of the main cast leans over and is like so and they ask him a question like hey do you mind we're trying to have a conversation over here but they're like on the same couch with them so there's like six people on this on couch this couch <laughs> anyway it's great but it's also one of those things where you're like it's still just because it's a cameo it's not like characters they're playing it's robin williams and billy crystal 
Wait a minute. So that were they actually in the episode more than that, or no. just in the beginning? Just in the oh, beginning. Just in the beginning. <laughs> I think they're yeah, they're just in the opener. Wow. They just, just showed up to say, the set. Just want to say I was on Friends. There we go. Uh, well, and then yeah. walked away. Absolutely. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't have minded being on Friends. Could have been one of those background characters drinking, sipping my coffee or whatever. Mm-hmm. 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 I'll be fine. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of Friends, to bring us back to the. <laughs> to the jam annuary stuff oh uh in the, i know right it's it's gonna make sense it's are you gonna, gonna get mini are you gonna get toys of the friends cast and so we start? actually have the friends central perk cafe lego set oh, nice um, and none other than paul rudd was on that show as phoebe's love interest he for was. Like, oh was yeah personally i think they should have spoiler alert they should have ended up together in the show but wait wait did they have did they have a kid together or was phoebe was wasn't she like a was she a surrogate she was a surrogate for her brother and the mom from that 70s show so her brother is like 18 in the show and then he's <laughs> with the mom from that 70s show who is like 40 because was, she was like his teacher or something oh that's <laughs> it's a really weird dynamic. dynamic that's weird they do relative justice i guess so anyway i was like well in the ant-man movies he goes into like the quantum realm and like weird stuff happens and i was like the in marvel and those sorts of things there's always this like multiverse aspect so i was like so what if there's a multiverse where you know paul rudd that looks like scott lang like they actually look identical or whatever and so Scott Lang gets dropped into the Friends universe where it's real and dates Phoebe because he can't get back home for a while. And so I set up the Friends Lego set and with the Friends figures, but I, instead of Paul Rudd, obviously it's Ant-Man in there. Which technically is not like in line with the whole... No, not with the theme. But also Because he should be... Small. He should be small. Yeah, because right? I created a scene for him as opposed to like interacting with... But how can you resist? But it was really a good. Couldn't. It was a good. Fit. I felt like that's a good. That's a good uh, concession or a good rule breaking. Yeah, and there was a, a toy photographers on their podcast. There was a challenge for uh, their their monthly challenge was Huga, which means cozy. Sorry, what? Huga. Huga. Thank you. I didn't know. Cozy. H y g g e. I think. What language is this? Danish. Hmm. It's like on the Danish website or the Denmark website. I'm How do you spell good. it? H-Y-G-G-E? <laughs> Is that what you said? Yeah, H-Y-G-G-E. Huga. Huga. It's not how I would have pronounced that. I know. Danish for fun. It says fun. Fun. Is Google it? says fun. It also means cozy. Google, you're the wrong. The feeling of cozy. The oh, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know about Google Translate. Just keep reading. Danish and Norwegian word for a mood of coziness and comfortable conviviality yeah so the way i keep the big one pronunciation straight is i think of like the cartoon noise when like the chick walks by the wolf that's so that's how you keep that (laughs) i might not be correct but that's how i do it whatever 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 works to keep it straight in your head yeah so i thought well like what's cozy to me and i was like ah everybody's gonna do like their minifigures reading or something like that or drinking in front coffee, of a fire which is great you know. and i thought about it but i was like you know friends is kind of my cozy show right now like if it's been a like a terrible day that's the one you'll pull up well 
my wife and I, yeah, we'll watch. Okay, that's like our together cozy show. So cozy together, cozy like cozy show where it's like familiar, you know nothing, except for a few episodes. Like nothing super like sad or anything happens. That's true. You know, it's pretty upbeat, and Ant Man is kind of my like of the Marvel movies is my favorite movies probably is ant-man and ant-man and the wasp and january is cozy to me because it's like it's really fun it's different than the rest of the photography stuff okay so i was like it's just this great conglomeration and so i just squished that all together so do you use the same photo for two challenges yeah all right i like it nice <laughs> i like it and i would say it's probably my best the, my, probably one of my best pictures from this month oh is it your favorite one from this month oh no that's a great question um, I gotta look at what I did now. I will say that my. Do you have a favorite from what you I, did? I do, and I took a different approach this time as to what my photos were gonna be. A lot of them was the physics aspect of how was I gonna get my figure to balance with the things around them. Oh yeah, that's always tricky. That was my my nerd brain kind of kicked in there. So I'd say my favorite one is where I have him balancing the cup of coffee where he's holding the cup of coffee and so the weight of the coffee cup is obviously pulling him forward so i spent probably 20 minutes trying to balance the action figure with the coffee mug oh, nice. so that would be my favorite because of how That's much cool. time like it took to set it up and then i tried for the next one after that was in my laundry room you know the clothes hanger where you kind of lay flat to dry items mm -hmm. so the action figure i used had a cupped hand so I was balancing the cupped hand and he was hanging upside down. So the physics aspect of the photos this month were what really mm. drove my creativity, I think. Nice. Um, I'm, I'm not sure which one's my favorite. I think the Friends one is pretty up there. Um, but the other one I did is we have, so the, the, one of the figures I have is six inches tall, um, but I also have these lego storage bins that look like mi lego minifigure oh, heads uh and so i just put one of those heads in the background and then put the ant-man figure in front of it so that it looks like um he's even smaller than he is because you think about how big the right. figure is uh, the only thing i wish i could have done is sealed up the you can kind of see the seam in the background but it's fine i don't really mind i'd say that's probably one of my one of my favorites um and you used the uh the friends set quite a quite a few times in your photos this month I, yeah well n well last we have the lego set the cookie the, the cookie, jar. cookie jar we do have a central book perk cookie jar mm -hmm. um where i had hope accusing scott of like stealing stuff from other dimensions which i really couldn't blame him for honestly <laughs> wait so do you write like uh little like dialogue sometimes. clips sometimes too most of them have like a caption of some kind caption that's the word i was looking for i'm like dialogue so, dialogue. dialogue that yeah. was good sometimes sometimes there is like dialogue also the jazz one is i, I like a lot too that one came out which it, was the jazz one it's one of those is not perfect but it's really great so i have a miniature same figure six inch scale uh ant-man and i have this like old school hat with like a red liner in it and so I have him standing in the hat with a bunch of change underneath him, and he's holding a trumpet like he's playing it, which I don't know how it would work in that helmet. But 
Um, That's what that was. Okay. It's one that like oh, yeah, yeah. didn't okay. come through exactly like I had hoped in my mind, but I'm still s- kind of supremely happy with the way it came out. I think it. I don't know. So is it like panhandling there? Yeah. Is that what the coins are? Nice. I like and I it. think so. I, th- I did put a caption on that one. I said the Avengers doesn't pay as much as you think, so you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, some of them are kind of more elaborate sets that I worked really hard to build up, and then other stuff is like, I just am doing something, and because I am doing it every day, like, it's always on my mind, and so when I see an opportunity, I take it. You just took it. So he's crawling out of the dryer lint vent in one shot, and... Uh, one of my favorite ones you took, I think, was the trash one, where he's just hauling the trash bag away. Yeah. And that, to me, seemed like such an easy idea, and I think it turned out really nice. Thank you. That was harder than I thought it would be. Really? Because, um, so I used the, he's 12 inches tall, but the giant man figure, which is what it's called, <laughs> um, because it's a build-a-figure, I think, I'm going to give the company credit and say that's the reason why. Um, so it comes in chunks. So each leg came with another action figure, each arm, the head, and the torso, and then you have to buy all the figures and then put them together. And then put them together. I didn't. I just bought this all together from somebody else. But his torso is really loose, and then his legs sometimes will just fall off. <laughs> so he's... That sounds like a problem. Actually, yeah, so I set no, him up so it looked yeah. like the handles okay. from the trash bag is crossing over his chest, and he's, like, hauling it. Um, that took a lot longer than I would have thought because I thought oh yeah I'll just set him right there and I'll like drape and it'll be fine no he's actually leaning leaning into it he's holding him up okay but yeah I was pretty happy with it I think my favorite one that you did is the one where uh he's in like the lost and found that looks like it's under your car seat yeah that's what it was it was under my car seat but it was hard to get that perspective yeah uh, is it lost and found because you lose stuff yeah, in the car seat all yeah, the time? Yeah, you lose stuff in between the console and the seat of your car. And, you know, as you're driving, you kind That's of cool are idea. feeling around like in there. But don't really mm-hmm. don't really find too much stuff. So oh. that was the one I think was the best nice. way of having him interact with the environment instead of setting the scene for him. Like that. But... That was a cold day, and I was sitting on the ground, and I just lost patience because the <laughs> pavement is like five degrees, and I said, this is what I've got, so this is what we're going Done. With. Yeah. That's always the trick. Uh, sometimes you go into set up something elaborate or something you really, like, you really want to do it, and then it just keeps, like, falling over. Yes. Um, a lot of times I use, if I'm on a smooth surface, I have, like, teacher tack that you can use to put up posters, oh. and so I use that under the foot or something under to help foot. support. Um, the last one that I took, but I think the second to last one that I posted for Giant Manuary was Giant Man stepping over a little model car that I have. And then I had like a little fake tree that I put next to it. And all that stuff is blurred out, so hopefully it looks ah, more real. yes. But mm. again, we just talked about how wobbly this guy is. And he's there's nothing holding him in place. He doesn't have any tack under his foot or anything. That's completely balanced. That's balanced? That's impressive. I can't believe it came out, honestly. <laughs> well, it looks pretty good. He, he fell so many times, and it just was like, all right, no, we have to be patient. How many times did you did you think you were going to have a great shot, and it was going to be two down the road, and then he fell over, and you just gave up, and you said, nope, one of the ones before is going to just have to do it? 
Because either A, I've got something else going on, B, I'm frustrated with the figure. Um, not too often. Some of them, more than I would have given myself credit for in December, were once and done. Really? That's impressive. I'm impressed also, because that's (laughs) not... If you look at my, like, SD cards from last year or other projects, it's like... We have a we have a mutual photographer friend, and he'll be like, "What the heck are you doing with all this stuff? You just you take one, and if you don't like it, decide what you don't like about it and what you're gonna fix. Delete it, and then take another one. <laughs> no. And instead, I'm just like, yep. And then it gets to the point where like you can't tell the difference between some of them. <laughs> that is how my camera roll was for this month. Of I just had 17 pictures of the same set, and yeah, how do I choose the one I like the best? But some of them, I also have... Uh, so you shot on your phone, too, right? Yes, you did I did. S- cell phone? I don't have a fancy... The camera hasn't been one of the purchases I've made recently. Sure. I well, was going to ask, Josh, Do you are all of your shots done with uh, no, the camera? Camera camera or some of your with your phone? I do a lot of them with... I did a lot of them uh, with my phone, actually. Really? Um, of course, now that I say that, I'm trying to look... Uh, the one of the Ant-Man coming out of the little wooden house, that was on my phone. Uh, the one of him editing, doing audio editing, was phone. Okay, so maybe you can kind of tell the difference on some of them. No, some of them... I'm trying to remember. And there was a couple that I tried on my phone and up with the camera, and I just... I was crunched for time, and so I just took one of each, and it was like, ah, I'll just choose the better one. Um... But I also, so on my camera camera, I have something called a lens baby, which adds in camera photo effects. Mm. So Ooh, um, fancy. that's fancy. It kind of helps. I tried to do one where Ant-Man is walking through like Lego cylinder studs. And those are actually cups that we have the, from the Lego line of cups. Um, I don't think it quite tells what I wanted it to, but being able to blur everything around it a little bit more kind of makes him seem a little smaller even. Yes. Uh, or the one of him with the lights. That's they're, they're all weird like that because of the lens babies. So, yeah. Just depended on what you had? Yeah, it would just it kind of depended on what I wanted to do. So, going back to the um, clone troopers, you actually painted one of those I did. For me. I was really into customizing for... You painted it in uh, Miami Dolphins colors. I did. Boo. I should make you a six-inch one, because that was a three three and three-quarter. I I should find that. Maybe I should start snapping some pictures with that. You should. should Bring it back. You should do it. Do you need me to make you a Vikings one? Yes, please. All right. Yes, please. All right. Do you guys have a new coach yet? No, just a new GM. It wasn't... Harbaugh, wasn't he allegedly going to to we, be yes but they're still interviewing so wait so it's because i thought he said he was going back to michigan but it's yes. not a done deal yet i don't believe it's a done deal yet oh boy so. then we got the dolphins there. just a bunch of cheaters well not <laughs> not really not not the team the owner yeah i saw that this week that's a crazy ask so josh i know you not being a big sports fan. The sports aren't your thing. Yeah. So the Dolphins head coach Brian Flores got fired <gasps> at the end of the season. 
which was a big shock. It was a big shock. They had a winning record. Yeah. They they won they they had both a seven game losing streak and a seven game winning streak in the same season, which had never which happened. Which is crazy. I don't know if that's braggable, but all right. But they finished with a winning record. You know? It's braggable because the winning came after the losing. Yeah, they lost they lost seven been, in a row. So he turned it around because yes. that can be hard yeah. to get out of that mindset. They won like, one game, they lost seven, and then they won seven. Anyway, so I was so he got fired. Why did did they say why? Well, they're like I just kind of usual kind of. You know, they're like, oh, he didn't. Uh, you know, he was a uh, he was mean to the players, or he didn't he didn't like the quarterback. But now, this week, maybe he should have been meaner sooner, and they yeah. would have won more. So like this week, it comes out. So this guy Brian Flores is you know he's he's kind of a he's a hot prospect to to interview for other open jobs, Makes right? Different moves. So he like. I haven't been following it super closely, but he like he was going to interview with the New York Giants, who had an opening, hmm. and he was texting his former, uh, he was texting Bill Belichick, who he was an assistant coach under, the guy who coaches the Patriots, and Belichick, I guess, like uh, told him that someone else, Brian Dable, got the job in New York before he interviewed for the job like before flores had even interviewed so like basically and it was like accidental or something like it was an accidental hire no (laughs) what what (laughs) no the belichick like saying like the uh, yeah that would be a terrible thing um we accidentally hired this guy yeah you'd think you'd have safeguards (laughs) against that yeah no 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 we didn't want to hire him ah crap um so it was like like belichick knew that this guy this other guy got hired but flores was still going to get interviewed for the job. So I was like, what? Um, and so it's like, he's, he's suing the league, um, basically for like, um, it says right here, alleged, alleging racism. Yes. Hiring practices. Yes. Yes. Because of the, there's a rule called the, that's like the Rooney rule is what it's called. Um, where every team that has, that is hiring for a coach, I think it's just the head coach. Maybe it's all the positions. They have to interview a minority candidate, before, you know, as part of the process. So he was their minority candidate just to check that off? Yeah, so that's that's the whole thing. It's like, well, he, so basically he would have never, he never really had a shot. He's just there to check a box. So as a woman, I hate that because in my field, that? that's just, it's so stupid. Well, like, man, so it doesn't make sense to me. I hate, I understand why in like the era that those rules kind of came out of but it just seems this is a relatively recent rule actually like a disservice like, really in the last That's like 20 shocking. 20 years or so i think unbelievable but um so so that so so that happened and then he is like as part of this lawsuit he's like just revealing more and more things and the other big thing that he revealed this week was that Stephen ross the owner of the dolphins um Flores says that Ross offered him like a hundred thousand dollars for like every loss. A game, a hundred thousand dollars if you throw the game. So yeah, so he was, and this is in two thousand nineteen. Mm-hmm. He was going to give him. He's like offered him a hundred thousand dollars per game if they lost, so in order to uh, improve their draft position, so they could draft a better player. So basically, you're tanking, you know, oh. to get better players, which. I mean, it happens. I mean, basketball is a big is a big one where, you know, 
the basketball NBA draft lottery, you know, teams are, you know, they say they aren't, but they tank for, you know, to get the top top pick. Sure. Um. So yeah, so that so that came out. So it's basically like. There's so many things with that guy. That's... Yeah. So Stephen Ross is. Yeah. I, I I would be okay if he was not the owner of the Dolphins anymore, but who knows what's going to happen with that? Yeah, and then so Hugh so Hugh Jackson, who's another um, he's another black uh, head coach. He coached the Browns. He was a head coach there. He I guess he said that the Browns like offered him like cash incentives for losing games too. Wow! So it's kind of like. All this stuff is, is coming out as part of this as part of this lawsuit, and so it's who knows what's going to happen. And then and then there's all this scandal that is, seems to be omnipresent with the Washington football team, uh, who is now called the Washington Commanders. The Commanders, yes. Mm-hmm. Previously the Redskins, is that right? Yes, Correct. previously Redskins, uh, then Washington football team, now the Commanders. And there's a speculation that they they plan to release or come out with this new name, um, basically to divert attention away from the owner Dan Snyder who's a just a giant dirtbag and so he's you gotta have something else to focus on yeah, exactly so yeah this guy's had all kinds of like there's so many stories if you just google Dan Snyder and you know Washington you know there's all kinds of like sexual harassment allegations and just terrible like just business practices and stuff yeah, like that so uh, this this is gonna be a wild off season for the NFL because apply for that job. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> you should do it. Just send them your resume. Just like, like here. Just look, be like look at this. What coaching experience do you have? And you'd be like armchair coaching for. Uh... Uh, uh, <laughs> I uh, assisted with my son's flag football team. Hey. And I run this many NFL playoff teams. Yeah. Yeah. I won my fantasy, fantasy championship. So I got this year. all sorts of all sorts uh-huh. of skills. All this cred. The NFL Blitz and the Madden games since their inception. Yes. Uh, yeah. Tecmo yeah. Super Bowl. I'm a champion at. I'm just gonna hook up with uh, <laughs> all you know the Dolphins and other teams you know on uh, LinkedIn. And just ah, there you go. <laughs> slide in my slide resume. It in. Do it. I'll, I'll so. Vote for you. <laughs> I don't right? think it's is a voting that, thing. A, no, oh, I don't. Yeah, no, that's 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 not how it works. So. Shoot, <laughs> it's not like American Idol or something. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't have the number on the bottom of the screen. Call this number. Texas, Texas number. If you number think now. Nate is the best coach, I mean, doing open. So this is like my almost the extent of my football knowledge. But like doing that kind of open uh, enrollment's not the right term. Nope. Auditions. Yeah, it's auditions. Not, doesn't yeah. feel right. It worked for the Eagles, right? Vince Pupali. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Tryout, you mean? Like, uh, like open tryouts. Tryouts. Yeah. <laughs> they could have coaching tryouts of some kind. Sure. Like, sure. That could be interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, and they, I mean, it's, this is America. We could turn that into a game show, like a single well, season. Yes. And like really build like a lot of positive hype where it's like, yeah, we're fan focused. I mean, they have a, okay. So Apple TV has a show about like a, I haven't watched it. I should, because it sounds like right up my alley. Like an American football coach who goes over to England and becomes a soccer coach. Ted Lasso. Coach. Yeah. I really want to watch that, but I don't have so, Apple TV. Yeah. So. I, I might have so like a free trial like that. of that, of Apple TV. I need to try it. Um, Do you not need an Apple TV to No, you can Apple just TV? subscribe. You can just subscribe. Like if you just, if you just download the, or open the TV app. It might even, because you got an iPhone. I got an iPhone. You might even open it up and they'll be like, hey, try it hey, out for a month. Try it 
Because there's a. Because I need another streaming service. Oh, yeah, it's like cable TV. Now, um, really like by the time it's funny because like we quit cable years ago because it was like expensive and we didn't really watch it. And now all the streaming, streaming is just like, as expensive. Oh, they're just yeah. they're reinventing cable TV. That yeah. business with a podcast that I listened to. That's the last one I've listened to about Netflix and all HBO Go and just talking yeah. about how it's so much more expensive now to have all the streaming services. Instead what podcast? Of just TV. Business Wars? Business mm. Wars. It's one of my favorites, besides okay. this one, obviously. Oh, well, yes. This is your your main one, right? Yes. <laughs> if you had to choose between the two, it would be this one. Well, <laughs> each time a new episode of The Open Eclectic drops, I listen to that one. So, um, Yeah, like I've read I've read uh, like a couple articles about that, and it's just really wild when you think about it because they're like with all these streaming services – you know, because when it, when all this stuff was coming out, they're like, "Oh, cut the cord and save money, and you can just do it all over the internet and stream it." But it's like everyone, all these companies are coming out with their own their own service, and they're charging for it. And well, yeah, because I don't want you to ads. have access to my shows, so yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna just keep my shows to myself. Like when it was just like those first few, like Netflix or whatever, and like all these all these network shows were all like all on there and then they start making their own and they're pulling the shows pulling off of this back. service and everybody wants their own streaming service yeah yeah although like so the, the, there's like the question of like do you count amazon as part of that because do you have it mm. for the shows or do you have it for the prime for the prime yeah, can you subscribe like, to it without getting prime or do you just know. get prime and the so. tv is just extra or i, I could just know. it's just they're just it's the just perk. part of it. I think it's one of those things that they've just chosen to blur the line on intentionally. So that way, if you're getting it for the streaming service, then you have the perk of free shipping. And if you're doing it for the free shipping, well, yeah. you have the perk of the streaming. Because they know you're probably, if you, either one, whichever one you're in it for, you're going to, you know. Benefit and use the you're other going, one. And you're going to yeah. give them business by, you know, ordering stuff or by, you know, watching their shows and yeah. things. So. I'm surprised how many movies you have to like rent on Amazon Prime. That was surprising to me. Yeah, like because you crazy. look them up and they're like, "Oh, this movie, I want to watch this movie. It's available." Like, "Oh, I have to rent I it." I have to rent it. Yeah. Always check. I always check the Roku Home because you can search and it'll look at all the streaming services. Oh. So if there's something I want to watch and I don't know where it's at, that's where I look because it'll tell you too, like streaming here with ads or streaming here or rent here. So sometimes it's really nice. Uh, I did that with. Scorpion. Uh, speaking of characters, I think we talked about this before. Of like Patrick, uh, what's his name? The T one thousand. Jason Patrick. Jason. Robert Jason? Patrick. Robert Patrick. Jason Patrick is a totally different actor. <laughs> yeah, I, I have get them confused though. He was in Jason Patrick. I think was in Speed Two. Okay. With the uh, what's her face, Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah. Um, anyway, he's. I went to watch that and. Uh, I started watching it somewhere and it was like with ads and I was like, Oh, why didn't I just look here and then look at all the places. And so I started watching it on a different service because it was no ads. I will say if you go, you know, if you use Google as your search engine, like, and you Google a show, they have, they usually show on the side, at least on the, on the, you know, computer browser where it'll show you all the different services that where you can watch it. Yeah. I didn't know that about the Roku Home. That's a good tool. I'm going to yeah. have to start using that. I don't have that. a Roku, so... Just search there. Because so many times I go to the five services, and it's the last one that I look at that has the show I want or the movie I want. By the time you find it, you're like, well, it's too late now. Right. I'm not watching this now. Dinner time is over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say something. I can't remember. Happens to me a lot. 
Well, Nate. It's probably because you're old. (laughs) (laughs) Zing. That's a good one. That's a good one. But really, I can't remember what I was going to say because I'm old. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'll edit that part out. So, Um, after your uh, experience doing Jet Manuary... You think you're gonna you want to you gonna do it again next year? I think I'm gonna do it again next year. All yeah, right. I'm gonna start coming up with ideas now so that I'm not crunched the day of. Oh shoot! What today? What am I gonna take a photo of? I actually ran out of days for my ideas. That's a good problem to have. Yes, I just file it away for next year. I do. I have like a little book I put stuff in. Although, because I come up with so many ideas on the fly, I think I might have to switch that to a Google Keep list. Might be more helpful. Yeah. I guess we'll have to uh, we'll check in on your experience with Neil. Mm. Yes. Then to a lot of places. I'll probably just if I do take pictures, I'll just send them to you. Oh yeah. You can. Yeah, yeah. So that's how the post Neil them up. Is that, that's works. how it works because he has yeah. his own account which yeah. you run. So. Exactly. But then you've got uh, you got little Nate in there. Mm. Yep. Yes, or, friend photos. Yep. You can do friends or by by ourselves. Yeah. So. You could, so yeah, my my. No, but when I said I was going to send it to you, it's going to be it's actually going to be like film. So I'm going to like get it developed <laughs> and then I'm going to mail it to you. I can work with that. I'm not going to do that. That's so, that would be kind of cool though. That would that would be hilarious. I would dig it. I got a film camera. You can take that if you want to. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite things about trips is I'll buy the the disposable cameras just because you never know what you're going to get then. Yeah. Do they and, still sell those? Yes. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's like, how long does it take you to get those back? Uh, there's a couple Walmarts here in town that you can do it in the next hour. Really? Yes. It's like gonna... only one. Wow. But Is it's because they convert them to digital then, like right away. Like you don't. I don't know how it works. I just know that. Interesting. All Will of they them give don't you the negatives it. back. No, you get a, the... you get a DVD. So okay. okay. So they don't give you the film, the film negatives back. If you want your film to be like developed into photos directly from the film, they all have to be shipped. And like in the country, there's like only one place that does film development now. Really? So last time I had really? I shot a roll of film and I had it developed uh, four years ago or so. Took it a was, while. It took like two weeks. Oh. Might it be more like advantageous just to like make your own like. Uh, dark, room. dark room and just do that. It's harder to get the chemicals now that everything switched really? to digital, actually. That was, like, I took photography class in college my freshman year, and it was, it was really fun. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't a good photographer, but it was a fun experience just, you know, just going through the, the film developing process. Mm-hmm. Just kind of fun to, like, see the image appear on the paper. It's like, wow, it's cool. Magic. Magic. Oh, yeah. I'm a reason the, the dark room at the old school from and I learned that from uh, Waldo Mr. Lindsay Waldo Keith they don't have Lindsay. a they don't have a dark room there anymore it's somebody's office now yeah I never I never used that hmm. yeah that's right he did teach that photography class didn't he not from me but it was a make out place <laughs> can't imagine <laughs> why see when I went when I went to school we were uh, past that age so they didn't have they didn't have dark rooms anymore he he said that we would probably be one of the last film classes that he taught he taught he was like this was this was probably about 1983 (laughs) according to Alexa this was would have been like no this would have been like 2000 see George Lucas and I went to school together yeah we just we just went I actually I actually mentored George Lucas uh (laughs) What was that movie he made about hot rods? Um, yeah. 
That was my idea. Yeah. Uh, Got him in his big break, Hollywood. I don't know. So we were talking about Amazon. Do we want to talk about Lord, the Lord of the Rings show? They revealed the title. Did you see that? Nope. No. What is it? So now I can't remember because I'm old. Because <laughs> you're old. Um, I was I was thinking recently that like I should go back and maybe watch the extended editions. Don't mind my typing it's been a noises. While. Uh, oh, it's called The Rings of Power. Oh, that makes sense because it's a prequel to Lord of the Rings, right? I think so. Like we keep we keep going further and further back. So we did he did Lord of the Rings, and then it was The Hobbit. The and Hobbit, now it's yes. Like the forging of the rings. Yeah, The Rings of Power. Yeah. Based, they couldn't just call it the Silmarillion, though. So like it, it was a cool, it. like um, sorry. No, um, go ahead. It, it was like a just a title sequence it was just a reveal of the title so it was like it was like the the molten you know the metal like rolling mm-hmm. you know down on the and it was like yeah. forming the the words for the title so when is that supposed to come out this september september 2nd okay made by amazon yeah gotta watch those movies i think before uh before that comes out yeah now i haven't seen two of the hobbit Movies. I never saw the third one. I only saw the first one. Mm-hmm. I saw the first, and I just, two. I just didn't feel like I wanted to see the other ones. And like, I don't know. Have you have you seen them? Yeah, I was amazed they stretched that little book into three movies. Because I mean, I think a lot of people were. The, and it was just I wasn't. the original Lord of the Rings books. Those were big books, so it made sense that each one needed its own movie. But The mm-hmm. Hobbit was not a very big book. It's not, but I think there's a lot of room for like fleshing out some of the stuff that was in it although i will but admit really we know it's been a long time since i've read it we know why they did it though money. money well yeah i think i think if they had stuck with like two movies and like really just yeah like been like all right yeah let's like tell the story and not edit a lot of stuff out and, and do two movies i think it would have been great but i've never seen the third one and i've never felt compared compelled to see i haven't like so see you could watch the third one and say oh that just wrapped it all up i now see why they needed the third one you know what you're right maybe <laughs> uh, all right well i get it now it could happen i guess like it was... recommends we watch it nate so okay yeah. well Let's we do should a do live sh- okay commentary show that <laughs> could be interesting <laughs> title mean title <laughs> I already hate it. No. <laughs> well, because they give them like. Oh man. There's the. They have. What's the name of the first? Like the sub title of the first. An unexpected journey. And then there's like what the desolation of smog, and then the battle of the five armies or something. Yeah. Wow. You haven't yeah. seen the last two, and you knew them. That's impressive. That was pretty good for an old guy. For an old guy. I know. I know. Yeah. Well, because I kind of feel like the I feel like they're kind of cool names. Like the Desolation of Smog is kind of a cool name, and I don't know if is that like a title? Is that the the title of a chapter in the Hobbit? I don't, know, I don't even know. When did they get away from doing titles of chapters? Because that was cool. Now there's just a number in books. I know a lot of them are. I think some of them still have chapter titles, don't they? Maybe I'm not reading the right books. Maybe I don't know. Books I read don't have chapter titles. Textbooks. After I read. Oh. The, uh, <laughs> Those, those yeah. book titles, though. I mean, usually the subject, right, of the yeah, the of the chapter. Yeah, the Hobbit's on my reading list for this year, actually. How big is your reading list for this year? Oh, it's massive. 
I, you gonna roll it into next year? Well, okay. So no, my reading list for this year actually isn't that long. I've got the uh, Genghis Khan books to yes. to read, which I've started. I'm like a chapter or two in, um, and then I've got I don't know what else actually. Well, then the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings because I bought a. Uh, I want to try and read more of the books that I own. What book? Book reading and book collecting are separate hobbies, and I'm trying to like marry them together again. Uh, so, how they were meant to be. How they were meant to be. Yes. So I've got that, and I've got the rest of the Foundation trilogy to read, and um, that's my main goal for the year. And then my I have like almost separate listening goals. Curious. Yeah. Well, some people uh, debate that listening to books doesn't count as reading them. I, I'm not one of those people. I think it counts. <laughs> so, I still kind of feel that way. Sure, that's fair. But I, it's like that. It's like the dark recesses of my mind where you know someone's like, "Yeah, I listen to this book," and I'm like, "Like inside, I'm like, <laughs> outside, I'm like, cool. Yeah, that sounds neat." But inside, I'm like, Pfft. "Were you Cheater. an English major?" <laughs> uh, I was. I wasn't a very good one though. Um, yeah, which is why I went back to school. Um, <laughs> I I think it's just because I have never gotten... I, you know, we may have talked about this before. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or not. But, like, I just have never gotten into listening to, to books, like audiobooks. So yeah. it's like... Because I used to feel the same way about, about like, electronic, like, Kindle. Like, oh, e-reading. Yes. I was like, oh, that doesn't count. It's not the same as the physical book. And, and like, obviously I got over that because I've read quite... I've now read quite a few books, you know, electronically. So yeah. I think it's just... I don't know. It's just kind of a hang-up, I guess, of mine. Like, where I just need to get over it and just... Just do it. Yeah, just I get into it. It's a personal preference. If you can't get out into audiobooks, like, don't force yourself to do it. I, there's no reason for you to be miserable. But you can consume... I feel like you can consume more books. Oh, so oh, much you, more books. If you listen so there's to them. a. I have a separate list of books I will listen to, and there are books that, nope, I'm not going to listen to it. I'm actually going to sit down and read it because yeah. I think I'm going to enjoy it more or it's worth more of my okay. time to read. Sometimes the reader just makes a huge difference for me, too. Yes. I'm listening to... Uh, so it's a book I read on my phone a long time ago, actually, uh, called Bone Shaker by Sherry Priest. So it's a uh, alternate history steampunk book. Ooh, that could be Ooh, cool. That, that takes place during the, the Civil War has been extended um, due to the introduction of Zeppelins and, <laughs> like, airships. Um, and so this book takes place in Seattle... And it's got like, it's kind of weird because it's got the threat of zombies without being a zombie book. Interesting. They're like they're there. Wow. And you have to be concerned about. You just them. keep throwing stuff in there. Yeah, I know. that's it's Civil War, airships, Airplane. zombies. Yeah. So like, the the premise of the book is that the this guy invents um, a digging machine, uh, supposedly to dig for gold for um, Russia is who sponsored him because. I don't know why they talk about it in the book. doesn't matter. Anyway, so he experiment, he builds it, and then instead of, like, building it in a barn, he builds it in his basement, which means the only way he can get it out is by, like, digging. Well, when he does that, he, like, destroys part of Seattle, and it also releases what they call the blight, which is this yellow fog, like, vapors from the earth kind of a thing, and that's what affects people and 
turns them into zombies basically makes them zombies yeah so you can wear like gas masks to like filter that out and stuff Uh, i'm gonna add this to my list it's read by two people because it's from two perspectives and the female perspective is read by a woman her i will admit that listening to her has taken me a little longer to get into because Mm. i still had a distinct tone in my head from when i read it before but will wheaton is reading the male perspective and I actually enjoy Will Wheaton as a narrator quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, there have been a couple books that I just... The reader reads in one voice for every character, and I just can't get into that. So there have been a couple mm-hmm. books where I just have to turn it back. Yep. I return it to the library, and I move on. Now, do you pick up the like the book copy of it and try to read that, or you just well, say it's been gotten, tainted and I'm done with it? Yeah, I haven't gotten far enough into the book to be like hooked. Okay. I'll get a chapter or two in, and I can't do it anymore. So the first book, audiobook that I tried was on Josh's recommendation. It was oh uh, it was one of the Born. Books. Oh really? Oh, well, I don't know if it was the if it was the Born. Um, was it the Born Identity or was it? Uh, it was a Ludlum book. No, I think it was. I'm remembering this. I think it was the Ambler Warning. Which also has to do. You with had it on cassette, and you let me borrow it. Oh, How dang. old are you? A cassette? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me explain what a cassette is. <laughs> Please. Uh, I'm not gonna. You, do you remember which one it was? Because I can't quite remember. But I didn't remember that I owned one of a Ludlum book. I was listening to it at Advent Source, so it had to be one I got from the library. Then I don't think I started buying them. Well, maybe it was one you got at, like, Goodwill or something, because I'm pretty sure you you owned it, I thought. So I had, man, I thought it was a Lee Child book that I had, honestly. Well, okay, so I started listening to it, and it was one of those where it was, you know, the guy was reading it, and it was just, like, everything was the same, like, and, or he, maybe he was, like, if it was a female, he was, like, would, like, raise his voice raise a little bit, a little like, bit. Oh, a really and i was just like eh. i don't know i mean yeah so that's pretty much the extent of my audiobook you should give it a foray go. so yeah. that's much better ones narrator wise you told me recommend lord of the rings like there's a couple of them like versions right they're like the bbc my favorite is the bbc audio production where it's a radio program that's dramatized and everything and the who the the character who plays frodo is actually ian holm who plays bilbo in the movies oh interesting Mm -hmm. so is it a shorter production um it's been a really long time since i listened to him so i don't remember so wait, so it was on the radio, so they would like, they probably went on for quite a long time with that then, right? Or does it all... It was pretty faithful to the book, if I remember right. I don't know. So it took them a long time probably to... Yeah. I don't think it was a word-for-word reading. There was a little adaptation here and there, but it was pretty faithful. Pretty Did they classic. sing the songs? Yeah. Ooh. I, if, if I remember correctly, yeah. Um, yeah, there's definitely some better narrators... And there's some that like I like a lot, like Dick Hill, who reads the the um, the Lee Child books, the Jack Reacher books. Yes, I like him a lot, but I can see why some people would be like, I don't like him as a narrator. It's it's hard for me in those books because all of the females sound the same. So the they first do. one, 
I listen to it and okay, this is the voice of this character. And then the next book, it's a different female, but the same voice. And so it took me a little bit to, okay, not associating the voice with the character anymore. But is it a guy like doing the, doing the voices? Yeah. Yes, okay. but it's. He doesn't attempt to do like a full falsetto though. No. He's just, he does. He changes his voice. His timbre and a little and bit. The cadence mainly. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> I have a so on my Audible account. I have a version of The Godfather that's read by a full cast as well, uh-huh. and that is word for word. And some of it, well, was a little shocking, even for me. <laughs> so with those kinds of like, where they have a full cast, do they do like, do they do they add in like sound effects and stuff? I've, or just I've listened to a couple that have sometimes. like the gunshots, or okay. they have the rain, or like walking on the on the sidewalk, some or something of it. like mm-hmm. clop clop. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, okay. The Crown Tower. I can't remember if that's the first book in that series uh, by Michael J. Sullivan. The, the narrator for that is really, really good. It is, uh, since we're on Lord of the Rings kick, it's a fantasy series that I really can't recommend enough. What's it called again? Uh, the author is Michael J. Sullivan, and I think The Crown Tower is the first one in the Rhaera Chronicles. No, Rhaera Revelations. There you go. Chronologically, it's it says the Chronicles. First in the series, but it's the first one that he wrote. Crown Tower. Yes. Number one. That always makes it confusing. It is. It makes. He didn't intend to write more. Um, oh. But his wife fell in love with one of the characters and demanded that he write more. And so he said, well, okay. Wait, is this a. <laughs> is Tom Cruise in this? Because it says two men who hate each other, one impossible mission, a legend <laughs> oh. in the making. <sighs> no. <laughs> Or uh, the Dresden Files, read by um, James Marsters. He's a really good, he's a really good narrator, also. Well, all right. Well, I'll have to give um, audiobooks another try. There's a few. The um, I cannot remember the name of the series or who it's by. That's a great story. I know. Isn't a it? book that I read that was uh, good. It's about 12 inches. Oh. <laughs> it's, it was an audio book. It's made of paper. <laughs> it's a series. Okay. Actually, it's, it's speaking of pseudo zombies again. The first book is called Patient Zero? Yes, it's called Patient Zero by Jonathan Mayberry. The audio, the, the, the narrator for that book is Ray Porter. Good stuff. Unbelievably good. If okay. you don't want something along those lines, because they do have like very suspenseful kind of encroaching on horror occasionally, mm-hmm. like sciency though. Hmm. Uh, if you don't want that, he also reads. Uh, Ray Porter also reads Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, hmm. and both were good, and because sometimes you get in the habit of listening to a narrator, and then when you read something, listen to something else that they read, you're like. This isn't right. Yes. Uh, I didn't have that problem with Ray Porter. <laughs> but the, the, those Jonathan Mayberry books, though, have some of my favorite book characters in them, period. Well, I might have just added things to my listening list for yes. 2022. At this rate, it'll be 2023. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, this was a fun time. Our first guest... First biggest fan. Biggest fan. See, I don't know Talked if I'm going to be able to stuff. listen to it, though, because I'm talking on no, it. No, no, no. It's, you know, it's like the I thought the same thing. thing, too. No, it's, you know, it's, it's fine. You listen. You, okay. 
I, I was kind of, you know, kind of worried, like, I don't want to listen to myself. And uh, to be honest, I don't listen to, like, the whole thing, like... Because you spoke uh, cause, it. Yeah, because I, I, I did you it. You already had it. But yeah. sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll turn it on and listen to it, you know, a little bit. And then, you know, it's 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 fun. You'd think it would just be like, yeah, whatever. I know, you know, like I, I said that, you. so I knew it. But you're listening to him like, oh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's good. I like that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I forget what I said. Yeah. Or like what Nate said. I mean, just... It, like when Josh, like, because Josh... Um, does all the uh, audio splicing and editing? So oh, thank you very much, Josh. So when he's so he he, but I post it. So he does like, hey, the, I'm done with this one. It's ready to post, and I'm like, what was that about? Was what do we talk about again? I gotta listen to this one. So I have to like start listening to it. You know, if like if if Josh doesn't tell me or he's not sure, I'm like, I just start listening. I'm like, oh yeah, it's that one. Yeah, okay. Okay. I mean, it's like it's like it's like you do it, and then it's like it's just kind of. Just kind of disappears into the ether after after that. after that. Well, I mean, we see each other when we're not recording too. So then, like sometimes we have conversations that echo conversations we either had on the show or mm-hmm. vice versa. Right. So it does get a little blurry sometimes. And for a while, we were like three or four episodes ahead. Yes, I. And then we were like, "Man, what did we talk about six weeks ago?" <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a, it's always kind of interesting, like talking about like timely things like things that are going on but then it's like depending on when you release it it may not it's yeah, not timely, timely anymore, anymore. Mm-hmm. like i mean we're right on like we like we don't have a backlog now so no. oh. so as soon as josh is done with this we know we'll release it so like yeah. the football stuff we were talking about is, is timely and like we'll still be relevant we'll get this out before the lord of the rings tv show before september comes out that's the plan yeah okay so but, like, the first episode, like, we recorded that, like, what, like, two years ago? Like, at least a year before we released it. It's been a long time. We actually, so we actually have, a, like, a second episode from that era, too. Ooh. That's that should be a bonus episode. Somewhere. Yeah, I gotta see if I Do a Patreon, like, a bonus? We haven't, we're not on Patreon yet. One day. Oh, by the way, everyone else that's listening, Alexa is the only person that has donated to our Ko-Fi fund. Come on, guys. Get on it. So she's bought us some, a couple coffees. So, coffees. Yeah. So I don't know if that make you all feel guilty or not, but it should. We should Gosh. introduce this as a sponsored episode. Yeah, it could have just been sponsored by Alexa. We had our yeah. There you go. Sponsor came on. I bought my way on yeah. this podcast. So yeah, here we go. It's just well, like yeah, it's like your dreams can come true if you have enough money. <laughs> well, that's like what we were. Oh, we weren't recording when we were talking about that guy with the, the drug, with the, the weed. Yeah, stuff. Randy Lanier. It's like Randy Lanier. I mean, should we just keep going? No. Talk about it? no. <laughs> okay. Well, yes, again. Oh, we should watch that documentary and then we could. You should. Yeah. I mean, it's like an hour, I think, because it's. Oh, there's a. Look, we'll wrap it up. I'll tell you after. <laughs> all right, all right. So, again, thank you, Alexa, for, for joining us. Yes, thank thanks you, for um, having me. Thank you, all our loyal listeners. Catch us online at all the various places uh, The at The Open Eclectic. Yep. Um, we talked about Audible earlier. You can listen to podcasts via Audible. Oh. We are on there. Are we on there now? We are. We even oh, have okay. a nice review that somebody left us. Oh. Nice. You know, I noticed on uh, Apple that we had, we had a nice review as well. Awesome. I think it was just the stars. It wasn't, uh, you know. Nobody actually like, said anything, but they gave us five stars. You get a star somewhere. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. So, yeah, check us out and um, 
Facebook, Instagram, MySpace, you know, the major places. Even email? Even email. I guess, well, we can't do snail mail because we don't want to tell you where we live, so. Yeah, we don't have a P.O. box yet. No. We need. You need a P.O. box. More Ko-Fi sponsors before we could. Like rent a, a, yeah, get a P.O. box and. Yeah. Maybe we could lease an office space eventually and have a studio and. Oh, that'd be really cool. That'd be a lot of Ko-Fi's. That'd be a lot of coffees. I don't think uh, I don't think Alexa. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay. Well, thank you again, everyone, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the Open Eclectic on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and MySpace. Want us to ramble on about something specific or have a comment on what you just heard? Send us an email at theopeneclectic at gmail.com. We now have a Ko-Fi if you feel like supporting the show. That's ko-fi.com slash theopeneclectic. Or support the show by leaving us a review. Thanks. We hope you'll join us again next time on The Open Eclectic. Why or when? What that, are we going with? That was the like the best um, like bit in Brooklyn Nine Nine so far. I really need to watch that show. I haven't the, seen that show either. It's 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 like it seems like a real like a showing that Andy Samberg is more than just a like he's an executive. He's like a writer idiot, producer, basically like a, it's a, not an idiot. That's hard. <laughs> so he's like an SNL goofball that he actually you know yeah is really weird because he's. They're all like competent cops, but it's also like stupid in some ways. Uh, okay. So Interesting. It, it's kind of this weird hybrid that I wasn't expecting. It's oh. it's good. It's good. Are I they don't ha- really know what to expect because I've never seen it. I, I've never even seen like clips from the. Are really? they like half hour bits? Yeah, it's okay. It's a short. Sitcom. It's a nice tight sitcom show. Okay, so it's something you could do over a lunch break or something. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, especially if you are able to watch it commercial free. Yes, that so, is key. Then it's like. What, 18 minutes? minutes? Yeah. Okay. Cool. You want to run run intro, Nate, or you want me to? Are you recording? Hold on. To what? Hold on to your knickers. My audio is not set right.